The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game man, and this is your news for the week of August 16th, 2021. First this week, we're going to start off with a trio of news from Capstone Games. Now, Capstone Games kind of known for heavier games, and right up my alley, those heavier Euro-type games. Uh, and these announcements are no different here. So the first one is an expansion for one of my favorite games. I believe it was 2019 that it came out officially, uh, Maracaibo. This is Maracaibo... The Uprising. This is also from Alexander Pfister, who uh, put out a, the original Maracaibo. Now, this first big expansion of Maracaibo features several modules and scenarios. Uh, first is pushing the predominant nations out of the Caribbean. Uh, you can play that one in competitive or cooperative mode. There's also other elements of asymmetrical player abilities. I love player powers, and having asymmetrical player powers is great. There's also some new optional stories and legacy tiles, as well as new project cards. Cards. Solo fans will also encounter a new rival. Jacques will be a new rival. In the base game, they've got uh, a normal rival that's out there that you use in the back of the one-player player board, and you can play this one in kind of a regular Euro mode or a story mode, and it's absolutely fantastic. I cannot stress enough how great Maracaibo is. Again, it's kind of that medium, the heavier weight Euro. Uh, this one, uh, this expansion for that, one to four players, not a standalone expansion, so you will need the base game. Uh, and the gameplay is in about an hour to two or three hours. Kind of can be a little heavier, but man, such a great game. But sticking with uh, that one also should be out uh, later this year, I believe quarter four of December. And I believe the pre-orders are for about 35 to $40 is what it should be available for. Uh, we're going to stick with Alex Fister, and we're going to talk about Boone Lake is the other one that's up. This one also should be out about quarter four and $60. Another heavier weight type Euro game. Uh, from the publisher. And this one is also one to four players, plays in about two hours. Uh, I love that they're solo games. These can be played solo. It's excellent. Uh, it says, with a group of pioneers, you have left civilization behind to settle along the shores of Boone Lake, a long forgotten region inhabited by humans long ago. This unexplored area beckons you, become part of the new community and commit yourself to the common good. So this is a, kind of a, you know, like I said, a heavier weight Euro game, in which you're finding yourself and improving your life and your group's life in a new territory. Now, how you accomplish this is completely up to you. There's what they call a novel action mechanism. Each game progresses differently. So that should be pretty cool to be able to see how each game is a little bit different. Uh, again, that one should be out later this year as well and $60. And third up in the uh, Capstone Games trifecta that we have is a game called Corrosion. This one will be out November or quarter four and also about $60. It's also going to have one to four players, plays about an hour to two hours. I believe this one's also going to kind of be a medium weight kind of Euro game. This has some deck construction, uh, some card drafting game. This is, uh, man, it looks really, really cool. Everything I've seen as far as the components of this game look absolutely amazing. And it's got these really cool little gears. Uh, that you're going to use. Now, uh, they say each of you manages a factory and deploys engineers to build up diversified scoring and production engines. In the steam-filled air, however, your biggest enemy is time because most machines and gears rust away quickly. So you're well advised to also produce chrome gears to invest in and invest in rust-proof and powerful chrome machines. Now, on your turn, you're going to play an engineer card or turn the corrosion wheel of your factory. Now, playing these 
engineer cards gains you new machines and qualified engineers, and other players can copy your engineer's action by playing an engineer of the same suit, but at a higher grade. So you really got to watch what you're playing and pay attention to the other players out there. And also turning your corrosion wheel puts your machines to work and returns engineers to your hand, but also causes old machines and machines to rust. So that's pretty cool how you're going to have to coordinate all kind of the different actions that you're going to do before the time runs out and, uh, you know, to try and not get other players to benefit too much from your actions. Uh, yeah, Capstone Games really knocking it out of the park with a lot of their games in the last few years that they put out. Uh, of course, I can't wait for that archival expansion. Hey, let's flip on over to Asmodee now. They're going to be releasing Star Clicker in September. This one should be about $40. This is a two to four player game. This one's kind of a lighter game. Uh, it's going to play in a little bit less than an hour. Uh, this is by uh, Christoph Rambolt. Now, it's a cooperative game. Uh, this is also uh, Christopher Rambolt, who is the author of Col- Cold Express, which is a great, great game. I really love a good family weight game. Now, each player are kids trying to save their planet from evil aliens while their planets aren't a mission, uh, parents aren't a mission far, far away. Now, what's really cool, the art is absolutely amazing. It's got this really cool little mechanism that you're going to click and reveal one of the nine buttons from your spaceship dashboard, and you're going to do the action. And the actions are kind of move forward, uh, shoot, make a turn, or joker, which is you can do any of the actions. Now, you got to really be careful of what the what you reveal because you got to kind of re- uh, remember some of these things. So it has that memory element to it. Uh, but also there is a mechanism where if I think if you shoot one of your other players, you're going to shuffle up some of the different actions that you have. So you're trying to get rid of the aliens, trying not to hit your friends, and also just trying to remember what's going on. So this looks like a very cute little uh, family weight game that, again, that is Star Clicker will be out in September. Move on over to Rio Grande. We're back into kind of the medium to heavier weight game. Rio Grande is going to release a game called Art Deco. This is formerly called Promenade, uh, and it's going to be out in October. I believe about $45 for this one. Now, they call it Art Deco, but it's going to have a uh, a weird spelling. It's Deco, D-E-C-K-O. See what they did there? It's kind of a deck building game, so they use a Deco. Um, this is a, by designer... Uh, Ta Te Wu. Uh, and like I said, it was originally a promenade. Now, this is a strategy game for two to four uh, painting collectors in which you try to create a valuable deck of gold and painting cards over the course of play. These cards, gold and paintings, both count as currencies in the game, and you can use them to purchase more paintings, acquire more gold, and pay for exhibition space in a museum. Your long-term goal is to manipulate the market value of certain styles of artwork while also earning points by placing paintings in a museum. Now, the big thing I can tell you here is that you're using deck building in a really cool way to when you're kind of getting the different cards in your deck and using them to produce and also influence the, the price of everything in there. So I absolutely love the fact that you're you're going to use this uh, in the in the game because uh, I you know anytime you can use deck building in a, a unique mechanism you know in a unique way is uh, kind of I think I really one of my favorite things you know kind of getting away from the regular just standard deck building into deck building in board games. Pegasus Spiel also had a pair of announcements this uh, this week. First up, we're going to talk about Fire and Stone. This one will be out in quarter four and be about. Uh, $40. This is from the designer Klaus Jurgen Reed. He did Carcassonne. Uh, this game, uh, Fire and Stone, is two to four players. going to be playing about an hour, so one of them kind of super fillers, but it's got some depth to it. Really cool little game here. Now, your players are going to be leading your tribe through the Stone Age. They're going to scout new lands, harvest nuts and mushrooms, and finally build villages. Now, what's cool about them is when you kind of go and you explore different lands, you're going to, uh, they're going to 
have these tokens that are face down. Now, when you get these tokens for the first time, the token is revealed and it triggers an effect. And then from now on, the tokens can be used as a player action with a different effect. So by the end of the game, the player who has made the most victory points with villages and accompanying tasks wins the game. Now, very cool. Kind of like how you're kind of exploring. It's going to be a little bit different because of these tiles each time you play. And then you're going to get those different actions that you're going to be using there. Uh, but again, you have the work worker placement aspect to it. Uh, very cool. Uh, you know, Klaus Jurgen Reed is really good at kind of the uh, simple mechanisms, which make a, a heavy kind of or a more strategic depth to the game. So I kind of like uh, that as well. The other game that uh, Pegasus Spiel is putting out is, of course, an expansion or a new game for Micro Macro. Now that Micro Macro won the Spiel de Jaris, they're going to have Micro Macro Crime City full house. Now, again, you're going to have that big old kind of map, which has different things that you're going to find in there, almost kind of Waldo style, which is kind of the whole basis of that game. And then you're going to have the crimes that are taking place all over the city. This one, the full house is going to have 16 cases for you to solve. Now, each case includes a number of cards to ask you to find something on a map or to uncover where something has gone or otherwise reveal information of relevant case. Uh, so very cool. Has a, you know, kind of a very family weight to this one as well. Uh, again, one of four players. And of course, you can play this one by yourself. But going to be, an, again, a super filler. Each one of these episodes could be kind of a little bit less than an hour. And uh, it's very cool. Uh, you know, to play cooperatively for there. It says, and unlike the original macro, micro macro, it marks each case with symbols so parents can decide which cases the youngest investigators are cleared to research. I think there was a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't say controversy, but people were kind of mentioning that the, the base one had a little bit of uh, symbols and such that maybe weren't all family friendly for the younger ages, but uh, this one is going to have it, you know, they go out of their way to make sure that parents know which ones are or are not uh, good for the whole family. Again, Fire and Stone, quarter four, $40, and Micro Macro. Crime City Full House is going to be about $30. Next up, Zygomatic is getting into the werewolf-style games, but this time with a Disney theme. Now, the game is called Gathering of the Wicked. It'll be out this October. I haven't seen a price at all. Uh, but what's cool about Gathering of the Wicked, uh, you're going to play as... Uh, you can play as Disney villains such as Maleficent, Hades, or Captain Hook. And now you're going to be gathering in a dark realm with various henchmen. Now there's going to be, of course, two teams fighting for control, alternating between day and night phases. Now in the night, the villains will wake up one by one and use their unique abilities to chase their objectives. Each day, the gathering debates and tries to unmask the traitors among them. But since no one knows their team, the other players are on, trusting each other will be tricky and bluffing will be the best route. So, of course, the nice whole uh, werewolf social deduction with a little bit of different types of, you know, that's what werewolf it's all about is having all different roles and having a different powers and such and adding that kind of Disney villain twist into it uh, is very cool as well. So this can play up to six to 12 players. And as usual, it's going to be about 30 minutes because that's, you know, kind of your normal werewolf. And you'll probably play this about a million times in a row uh, as they usually do with werewolf. Now, finally, 25th Century Games were released on the rocks later this month. This one will be about $50, plays one to four players. Man, everything has a solo mode. I love it, especially now that, you know, with all the lockdown and everything else, and who knows if we're going to be a little more restrained the next thing. And I know a lot of people still haven't gotten comfortable getting together. Just having all these solo games available is just really great to me because, uh, I, you know, sometimes you, know, you can't play with your family or your family may not be in a mood to play. But if you want to play a game, you can just grab one of these games and play it solo as well. Uh, anyway, On the Rocks will be out later, and this is one of four players, plays in about an hour, an hour and a half, and is a lighter weight game, again, for the whole family. This is by Michael Petrie and Christina Petrie. Now, uh, and On the Rocks is a competitive bartending game. Players compete 
uh, complete cocktails for money and additional tips, but beware of rival mixologists for moving and splitting ingredients from your cocktails. So basically, you're going to have three or four recipes that you're going to try to take care of. You're going to roll dice. You're going to draft ingredients, which are marbles from a shaker bag. Now, the marbles are going to be in a regular mixing area. And then uh, one at a time, you're going to select the bowl. You're going to get the cocktails, trying to get the card, uh, you know, tipping for every drink and trying to complete your drink. Uh, really looks cool. Uh, I really kind of like these lighter drafting games, especially when you have these marbles and you're using a bag. Just just has that really cool feel to it. A very, very light, fun game to it, even though it's got that kind of mixology uh, theme. I guess it's not probably not too adult for anybody, but uh, but yeah, it does have that drinking uh, underlying, but it looks like a very light, very fun little uh, game there with, with drafting again. So let's go into some Kickstarters. Uh, first up is Wicked and Wise. Uh, this one is by uh, Weird Giraffe Games. Now, Wicked and Wise by Fertessa Alice. It's a two to f- two to six player game. I think it's going to be really, you're really going to want to play this one in either a four or six. You're going to play in about an hour. It's kind of a trick-taking game. Now, uh, you're going to have teams of uh, mouse and dragon. You're going to be fighting over tricks, treasure, and coins to see which team is the winner. Now, they say the game isn't all about winning tricks either. It's also about setting goals and utilizing magic treasures. So having the team version of kind of a trick-taking game is very, very very cool. This one, you can get in on this one for $25 or more. You can also get the print and play if you want that, but about $25 or more to get in on this one. And it should be out in about a year from now. Uh, this is well-funded with about two and a half uh, weeks to go. Next up, we've got Flamecraft by Cardboard Alchemy. Now, Flamecraft in a magical realm, a village awakens, and artisan dragons make coffee and cakes. Two to five players complete compete to enchant the town with dragons. This one also about two and a half weeks to go. Well, well funded. And to get in on this one, it'll cost you about $39. Very cool, like kind of Euro worker placement type games. Uh, as you're kind of putting out your dragons on the board, there is a, also a, uh, there's kind of a deluxe version as well, which is $80 in which it has kind of these um, miniatures uh, as your kind of dragons, which look really, really good. And they'll have kind of coins and, and such and these nice uh, player trays. So you may want to get in on that one if you like kind of the deluxe thing. But as this uh, very much looks like a, a good worker placement game, uh, very cool theme to it there. Again, that is uh, called uh, Flamecraft. And as usual, I'll have a link to all of these in there. Uh, next up, we're going to stick with the dragon theme. We've got Dragon Bond, Lords of Valor. Uh, this is a Dragon Bond strategy, asymmetric board game plus free expansion, raid as a dragon or general raising armies, concepts from Magic the Gathering and D&D artists. So uh, what's cool about this is it's got a lot of really cool things you can add on to this because the miniatures are so, so solid that you can kind of use these in your miniatures kind of wargaming. And I think they could, they may even have rules for a kind of war game of Dragon Bond. But basically your your base game, which is your your regular game of of the Dragon Bond, is uh, the Lord or Lords of Valor, it's, they say it's an asymmetric game for one to four players. Now you can play as a general managing your armies and resources or play as the dragon destroying your foes and laying waste to the land. To win the game, you must overcome the odds, plan your strategy and collect the most Vala. The first player to mass 10 power tokens will claim victory. Uh, this has got some great miniatures. And again, this game looks really cool. Again, it has that that Euro feel to it uh, on the board there. Uh, I really think this is a, a pretty solid game with some amazing, amazing art. And to get in on this one, uh, it'll only cost you about $50 to get in on, on the base game there. And then there's also a upper tier that's, again, about $80, which includes uh, some more uh, miniatures and such, but a, a lot of different add-ons and a lot of different levels that you can get there. This one is well, well-funded and about two weeks to go, Dragon Bond, Lords of Vala. 
Next up is kind of an interesting one by Eagle Games. There's uh, six games included in one little prize. This is kind of the Route 66 kind of bundle, we'll call it, because it has Route 66, uh, The Mother Road, uh, Sid Sacks and America's Main Street. There's a bunch of games in here, and they're all kind of lighter. There's also, uh, you're going to get say, uh, the Pink Car Expansion 2, the Route 66. Uh, you've got uh, Sixes, which is another game there, and Dead Man's Chest. There's a whole bunch of different games that are all very, very light, and they all kind of have the same feel. Uh, where, you know, as far as, um, you're going to get the great races, uh, which is kind of the roll and write that, uh, Sid Saxon, uh, was based off of the mother road, uh, was based on, I'm sorry, the mother road was based on. So the great races has, uh, really almost looks like kind of that can't stop. So Sid Saxon, uh, was originally the designer of can't stop, which is one of the greatest dice games ever kind of push your luck dice games. And a lot of these have that same kind of mechanism involved in there. And that's what that one, the great races kind of has that look to it, uh, kind of looks like it has that can't stop. And of course you've also got sixes, the route six to six party game. And then finally dead man's chest, which is another kind of push your luck bidding game or dra- uh, you know, bidding and bluffing game for three to eight pirates. As they say, if you lose a challenge, you lose a game. You can get in on all six of these games for about $50. Uh, and then you just kind of different way to get just a few games or, or got kind of, uh, kind of a la carte, if you will, but $49 gets you all of them. This is about two and a half weeks to go and it is funded as well. Again, that is the route 66 kind of bundle, if you will. Next up, Mixology, a cocktail card game. This is kind of, I saw this one, and since it kind of went back to that same game that I talked about earlier, the On the Rocks game, I thought this one looks pretty cool. And this one does need a little bit of help. It only has a little less than a week. By the time you listen to this, probably only about three or four days, uh, but it is going to need some help. Uh, right as of this recording, a little less than 5000 of its $15,000 goal. This is kind of a smaller card game. Uh, that plays in about 30 to 60 minutes for two to five players. But it's got a pretty cool little mechanism. Again, you're trying to uh, make up the different uh, recipes of the cocktails, but it has a pretty cool kind of action selection mechanism where there's some cards. Everyone's going to put out three cards. You go left to right. The first per- first player will do the first card. Then the second player will do their first card. And then all around, everybody will do one card after another. And then the way the actions work, there are some that work every time you use them. Some that will only work if you're the first one to play that card. And then others that will only work when the specific conditions are met. So you really have to watch what you're doing as far as collecting the ingredients and such. Uh, I'm sure there, there's probably a little bit kind of, you know, there's, uh, I'm guessing there's got to be a way that if you don't get to use one of your cards, that's something else you can actually do with those. Because if you do lose out on action just because somebody else played it, ooh, that would be great. I'm sure there's, haven't seen the whole game in action, but I'm sure there's something along those lines. But this does look like an interesting, cute little card game, even though it's, again, around mixology or with some people, if you don't like the kind of the art of, uh, you know, or the theme of drinking may not be up your alley, but, uh, but it is, looks like a very interesting card game, uh, mixology there. And finally, we've got an expansion here called excavation earth. It belongs in a museum. Now, uh, you're going to excavate market and show off your artifact collection in the second expansion to excavation earth by David Turtsey. Now, uh, he's the one to put out the initial, uh, game of excavation earth. Uh, this is, uh, put out by mighty boards and you can get in on this one for, it looks like about $30. Uh, I did forget about how, how much you're going to get a copy of mixology. Mixology is also $30. Sorry about that. Uh, but again, excavation earth, uh, what they add here, uh, in, well, in the base game, you're going to lead a race of alien explorers on their quest to excavate human artifacts and curate the ultimate art collection. And most importantly, cash in big. Uh, and now in this one, 
The Excavation Earth is award-winning market manipulation and set collection Euro game by David Turtsey, and uh, it offers players tough decisions and a lot of interactions. Now, what the second expansion adds is two new alien races, some artifacts, a deck of technology cards, a whole new museum board, and it adds new ways of scoring that create new paths to playing long 20 game. This one's a little bit more of a kind of a heavier weight game, but one of four players plays about 30 to 30 minutes per player. And there's also a solo mode that uh, designed by Nick Shaw in here. Uh, now you can get this again by $30 to get in. Uh, it belongs in the museum and some exclusives, but if you pledge $75, you can get the base game and the expansion. So it's always cool to be able to get, uh, you know, both the base and the extra game there as well. And that one is excavation earth. It belongs in a museum. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJackDan on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And check out the Geek All-Stars podcast where I do a show with my, my buddy Chris. As always, I'm Dan and the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in two weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.